Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Meyer, a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping people live healthfully, joyfully, and push past even their own expectations for their life. This is obviously a crazy time in our world when so many of our plans are put on hold. It can be super tough to navigate the feeling of loss that comes with the things we had prepared for, worked for, and dreamt about being canceled. But yet, we can still rise. And so today it is my pleasure to have Holly Spears back on the podcast to talk about how she has come to grips with the fact that her Olympic dreams for 2020 would be put on hold. Uh, So welcome, Holly. Thank you so much for having me back on the podcast. I'm really excited. Absolutely. And thank you for coming on. I think the more good vibes we can put out into the world at this time, the better. So I really appreciate it. And I know that I'm sure people are wondering um, what it's like to be um, inside the head of an athlete going through such a dramatic cancellation in their lives. So tell us a little bit about the plans that were in place for your softball team um, before uh, this whole pandemic hit. And maybe just give a little background, too, in case they missed the first episode with you, Holly on, um, you know, the team that you play for and your background and then the plans that you had before this all started? Absolutely. So I'm I'm from Vancouver, BC, up in Canada. Um, so I'm currently training full-time for the Olympics with, uh, with Team Canada. So this was supposed to be our Olympic year. Uh, we had actually centralized in Halifax, Nova Scotia, on the other side of the country for seven weeks, um, starting at the end of February. So we trained really hard. And then this pandemic came out. And it left us really unsure. And we were supposed to be going to California about two weeks ago, head over to Japan for about a a couple weeks of training. We're going to go after that into Southern Illinois playing in the pro league and then go go to Japan for a month and uh, play in the Olympics. Yeah, definitely. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I can't imagine. And I'm sure you were completely you and your whole team. You guys were completely eagerly anticipating the the training process and and the, you know, the final show at the Olympics and just, um, you know, making achieving your dreams. I I can't imagine how it must have felt knowing that that was going to happen and then kind of abruptly having it all change. Um, So tell us a little bit, Holly, about what it was like when you got the news that they had decided that they were not, in fact, going to have the 2020. Olympic Games, um, were you able to kind of take it all in stride or do you feel like you had to go through a grieving process um, after you found out that news? It was definitely tough to hear at the start. I don't think I technically, I, I didn't take it in stride just because it's something I dreamed about since I was five. So it was definitely hard to hear because you have all these plans and you have this idea of what it's all going to look like and then it drastically changes. However, the support that we had around us and like all of team Canada from all the other sports all pulled together. And it was this amazing community and just the strength everyone had in such an unprecedented time that like the, them postponing the Olympics, like it's hard for the athletes, but it's also, it's putting the athletes first. It's putting their well-being first, but also the loved ones of all athletes and the world as a whole. It was what was best for everyone in order to be able to compete at their best, but also to stay healthy. Right. Yeah. And I think it's so important to recognize that, that, you know, while some of our dreams and our hopes might have been interrupted, um, you know, other people are having their lives um, 
completely, you know, overturned with being so ill and losing loved ones. And you're right. I mean, it was the best decision to keep everyone safe. I love that you talk about the sense of strength and community um, that came out of all of this. I, I think it's such a powerful thing about human existence that when we are faced with the toughest of situations, that it truly can bring out the absolute best in us um, in terms of the way that we're able to support one another. So I love to hear that. Um, so along those lines, I'm sure it really helped that you were a member of a softball team. You weren't just a solo athlete. Um, and I'm sure you found that members of the team kind of rallied together, Holly. Oh, absolutely. Our team, our team is such a strong bond that it helped going through this with them. So as soon as the news came out that evening, we had a big Zoom team talk just to kind of touch base and see where everyone's emotions were at and how we could support each other through this through this time that no one's ever really been through. Like it's so new to every single person. And we've actually been able to continue these weekly group calls just to touch base and like kind of work on that staying connected piece because connections really what's going to get us through this. If we all just go off on our own, it's going to become lonely and you're going to kind of feel out of touch. That's right. Yeah, I really like um, I really like that piece. And I think that when crisis like this hits, the most powerful thing that we can do is turn towards each other, you know, to listen to each other, to lean on each other, and to know that we're always stronger together and connected um, can be so powerful. So yeah, I think that that's very valuable. And I'm glad that you have your team to rally around you. Um, can you share for us, Holly, are there some personal strategies that you're using on a daily basis or as a team to um, sort of make the most of this time that we have to social distance ourselves from others and sort of stay home. Um, what are some strategies that you might share that some others could put um, put to use in their lives? Right now, I'm trying not to be too hard on myself. So recognizing that if, if I don't get every single thing done that I want to get done today, that's okay. If I get it done, great. But it's also okay if I don't. If I want to have a chocolate cookie, that's fine too. Yeah, <laughs> I love just, that. I, yeah. <laughs> it's just finding ways to get through the days so I really started making lists so I'm like okay like this is what I want to get done today I need to at least make it what's one thing I want to do that's going to make me happy what's one thing I'm going to do that's active and then write those in and then just kind of making a broad picture of during this during this time what are things I want to be able to achieve and I found that that's helped me a not kind of get complacent and watch TV all day, which I usually <laughs> could do, and just just to stay with staying active and keeping myself sane. Yeah, I totally agree. I have started writing a schedule for myself as well because, you know, the days can be long and it seems it does seem like, oh, I have so much time. I'll get the things done that I need to get done. But I do I agree. I think like making a little schedule with a few goals on it um, can be super helpful. But I think you're so right. I mean, we can't be hard on ourselves. We have to be okay with having a moment of uncertainty or even a moment of sadness about everything that's going on. And then we pick ourselves up and, and we continue to move forward. So you're right. Just giving ourselves some grace and some compassion and, you know, really giving ourselves a break because it's a tough time. This is not normal. This is not something we've ever faced before. <laughs> um, and so we're navigating it, you know, one day at a time kind of thing. So that's a really good point. Um, are there any other suggestions or um, some advice you'd give other women out there who are trying to find inspiration um, through this time, whether they're an athlete or not? Um, and I know I, what I heard you just say is just making sure to still continue to stay active and move your body. Are there any other suggestions you might give? I think my biggest suggestion is each week, pick one thing you want to accomplish 
no matter what it is, whether it's active, whether it's you're going to bake a new recipe, try something new, whatever it may be, I want I want people to try to write it down or tell a friend and then it becomes account like you become more accountable to that. And I think that that's going to allow you to transform during this time rather than being complacent. And that I think that would be my biggest suggestion of like if you want to try and find ways of personal growth when like you might not be able to do all the things that you would want to do. Yeah, I love that. I think that's so great. Writing down um, a goal for your week or your day. Or, um, I was actually like listening to someone else speak and talking about how when we all emerge from this, we've had the opportunity to really step back and reflect on our lives and, you know, think about where we're headed and, you know, the things that we really value and maybe some of the things that we um, don't value as much, but we were kind of going through the motions. And so to emerge out of this with, um, you know, a, a new version of ourselves, totally motivated, and ready to, you know, ready to kind of take on the world when we're able to again. So I love, I love that time for, you know, setting new goals and really um, thinking more about our lives. I think it's really special. I also heard someone say that this, um, this time period is um, a gift from the universe, that it's a gift uh, vacation that we didn't know that we needed. And I know it's not a vacation for everyone. So for those of us who are home and thank you to all of those out there who are making that possible, who are giving their energy and their time and risking their lives to take care of those who are sick. Let us not forget the the benefits of, of slowing down a little. I think it's important to recognize the power in that. So um, I really like that. Setting goals and um, any other final positive vibes, Holly, that you'd like to put out there um, for women at this crazy time in our world? We're going to make it through this. No matter what happens, like we are going to make it through this weird time and it's going to be okay. I think that's embracing that, that it's going to be okay. I think it's the most positive you could have. That's right. Like just having that knowledge, you're going to make it through. That's right. And in the midst of difficulty, just to continue reminding yourself, we're going to get through it and it's going to be okay. Um, and I do want to share a quote that Holly, um, a, a positive quote that Holly threw out there as we close out this this uh, episode, and that's that a beautiful day begins with a beautiful mindset. So hopefully we've given some words of inspiration um, in this short episode with Holly that will um, remind you that each new day that you greet, you can start with a good mindset. Um, maybe think of a goal or two that you're working towards, whether it's that day or that week, um, and just try to stay positive during this this crazy time. Um, so thank you so much, Holly, for taking a few minutes and giving us some insight on what it felt like to be um, a, an athlete headed to the Olympics and then have, you know, everything kind of change. And I really admire your strength at getting through this time when, you know, you really had such awesome hopes and dreams for Tokyo. Um, so thanks again. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And would you please, before we close, if you could just tell uh, listeners if they would like to follow you and your team, how can they do that, Holly? Uh, you can follow me on social media at Holly Spears 10. And our Softball Canada also has a Instagram page, which I believe is softball.canada. Awesome. Thank you so much. And listeners, stay strong, stay positive. We're in this together. And connected, we can rise. When you're